Welcome to the Real Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Lambert. In an hour when deception and apostasy is rampant on earth, the need for proclaiming the real truth has never been more desperate. Jesus prophesied, An hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For such people the Father seeks to be his worshipers. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. Proclaiming the real truth of the written and rhema prophetic word of God that he is revealing in this hour concerning the church Jesus is building is our goal. Affecting real change in the hearts and minds of believers in Christ in order to fulfill the purposes and plans of God is our purpose. This is a special Real Truth podcast regarding the COVID-19 plague. I am recording this on 4-7-2020, which is a Tuesday. And as of Monday, yesterday at 9 a.m., that's 4-6-2020, according to published statistics, the coronavirus cases worldwide number 1,286,409. Active cases, in other words, currently infected patients, 223,156. And again, as of that 9 a.m. data, the closed cases or cases which had an outcome 112,247. Again, this is worldwide data. Discharged, 270,098, which is 87% of the total number of cases. The coronavirus deaths worldwide, again at that time at 9 a.m. yesterday morning, was... 70,356, which represents 4.36% of the total number of cases worldwide. Now, the world population at this time is an estimated 7.8 billion. And the percentage of coronavirus deaths per world population, in other words, global per capita, is point zero zero four three percent. Let me say that again. Point zero zero four three percent. And the world per capita infections are six thousand and sixty-three. And let me give you some of the USA COVID. 19 data as of that time yesterday morning at 9 a.m. The total number of cases in the U.S. at that time was 337,933. Again, that's 337,933. 
337,933. The number of USA deaths from this COVID virus confirmed deaths at that time yesterday morning was 3,048. 3,048. The U.S. deaths per total cases percentage was 0.9019%. Again, 0.9019%. In other words, that's less than 1%. Now, the USA estimated population is 331,2651. Now, the USA deaths percentage of our total population is 0.00092. Again, that's 0.00092%. That's a low number. That's a very low number. The USA deaths per capita is or was at that time yesterday morning, one per 108,598. That's one person per 108,598. Now let's compare that with the annual USA death statistics, the data that we have. U.S. annual death number This is the total number of deaths in America annually every year, 2,813,503. 2,813,503. The USA annual death rate is 863.8 deaths per 100,000 population. The USA leading causes of death annually to certain ailments or diseases or sicknesses or causes is heart disease, 647,457. People dying of cancer in America annually, 599,108. That's almost 600,000 people die of cancer every year in the United States of America. People dying of unintentional injuries or accidents, 169,936. People dying of chronic lower respiratory diseases. That's an important figure to compare. 160,201. Again, the total number of deaths confirmed right now from the coronavirus as of yesterday morning at 9 o'clock was 3,048. People dying in America of stroke, cerebrovascular diseases, 146,383. Alzheimer-related deaths, 121,404 deaths associated with diabetes, 83,564 every year 
in the United States of America. Deaths related to influenza and pneumonia in the United States, 55,672. Intentional suicide rate every year in America is around 47,173. Now you compare these data with the data regarding the COVID-19 virus and they don't even compare. They don't compare at all. This data shows that this COVID-19 pandemic is a relatively mild pandemic. Should we be concerned? Yes. Do we want anyone to die? Of course not. But people do die. People die every year of all kinds of things, whether it's COVID-19 or something else. Millions of people die every year in the United States. Millions. Again, the annual death rate in the United States of America is 2,813,503. Again, that's a death rate of 863.8 deaths per 100,000 people. Is there a concern? Yes. Should there be this worldwide panic that's going on right now and being fostered by the governments of the world? Is it justifiable, in my opinion? It's just my opinion. The answer to that is no. But let's talk about this uh, COVID-19 pandemic and the whole scenario that's going on around it. And let's start with the virus itself. Under a microscope, the unmistakable and obvious signature of Satan, who is the God, the Prince, the ruler of this world, according to numerous scripture passages, can be seen. Scientists can see under a microscope something that looks like a crown. In fact, the coronavirus or coronaviruses, the coronaviruses were so named because the virus appears similar to a crown under a microscope. Now, this is Satan's signature as the God, the prince, the ruler of this world. Jesus himself referred to Satan as the prince and ruler of this world three times. The COVID-19 name was ascribed to the virus by the World Health Organization, WHO, WHO. Coronaviruses are nothing new, and in fact, this one has thus far proven to be much less deadly than many of the previous outbreaks of coronaviruses Now, just yesterday in a uh, press conference by the President of the United States, he expressly said, quote-unquote, this is a plague. It's not just a problem. It's a plague. And he was relating that to, and he said in old times, and I believe he's really trying to say in biblical times, this was referred to as a plague. 
when you have this many deaths by one particular disease, it is a plague. It's what the Bible defines as a plague. But the Bible is full of talking about plagues and what God will do and what God has done and what God will do with regards to this plague. To demonstrate that, let me quote from Leviticus 26, 14 through 21. It says, but if you do not obey me, this is God talking, and do not carry out all these commandments, things that he had already stated prior to this verse, if instead you reject my statutes and if your soul abhors my ordinances so as not to carry out all my commandments and so break my covenant, I, notice, this is God talking, and he said, I, in turn, will do this to you. He said, I will do this to you. I will appoint over you a sudden terror. Boy, if this is not a sudden terror, I don't know what is. Consumption and fever. And as you know, one of the first signs of this whole thing and what they monitor first and foremostly is whether or not a person has a fever. And a fever that will waste away the eyes. One of the things it says is pain that they're talking about symptoms is pain in the eyes. Severe headaches that are related then to your eyes as well and cause the soul to pine away. Have you seen some of these victims with this disease? It becomes a very depressing thing to them. They lose hope many times. And then this passage goes on to say, also you will sow your seed uselessly for your enemies will eat it up. And there's a lot we could say about that, but that might be for another time. And I will set my face, this is God speaking, I will set my face, and by the way, the face of God, when you see that in the Bible, the face of God is Jesus. Jesus was the embodiment of God. He was God incarnate. And so he is the face of God. I will set my face against you so that you will be struck down before your enemies. And those who hate you will rule over you. My goodness, this is why what I'm going to talk about later, why we have to have things begin to happen at some point here because there are nations of the world that want to use this virus and this thing that's happening to America and this shutting it down to keep us shut down and to use it to destroy us. And I'll talk about that more later. And you will flee when no one is pursuing you. If also after these things, in other words, when I've already done these things to you, you do not obey me, then I will punish you seven times more for your sins. God doesn't punish for phantom sins, imagined sins, but for your actually committed sins. I will also break down your pride of power. Boy, is that happening in America or not? We have. Unfortunately, there are some who have a pride of the power of the United States of America, and they think that nothing can touch us. 
Well, this is showing that's not true, isn't it? I will also make your sky like iron and your earth like bronze. The, this terminology, iron and bronze, is all in the Bible is always talking about judgment. So God is saying this is a form of judgment. And I'll get to that as we progress in this message. Your strength will be spent uselessly. And this is talking about not only individually, but then I believe as a nation collectively. For your land will not yield its produce, and the trees of the land will not yield their fruit. My goodness. Our productivity in America has come down to zero, essentially right now. If then you act with hostility against me, and are unwilling to obey me, again, after God has done these things, and people still begin to act with hostility against God, and they are still unwilling to obey God. He said, God said, not me, not some preacher, not some prophet, this is the word of God. I will increase the plague on you seven times according to your sins. Am I saying that's going to happen? I certainly hope not. Can it happen? Well, the scripture says it can. Does God have the authority? God is the ultimate authority. Don't ever doubt that. Jehovah God is the ultimate authority of the universe and of the cosmos. Why? Because he's the creator of it. He owns it. Now, there's illegal trespassers operating in this cosmos, namely under the edict and control and authority of Satan. But ultimately, God owns this world. God owns this cosmos. And when his people call out to him, he will take back authority over his own cosmos. And some of what I'm saying about that will become clearer as we progress in this message. The Real Truth Podcast is a production of Stephen Lambert Ministries, Inc., whose website is at slm.org. That's slm.org. Now let me read another passage of Scripture that is very apropos to this whole matter of the COVID-19 whole scenario. Psalm 106, 29. Thus they provoked him to anger with their deeds, and the plague broke out among them. Again, that's Psalm 106, 29. Thus they provoked him to anger with their deeds and the plague broke out among them. Why has this plague broke out? I'll tell you why. It's because we've provoked God to anger. The whole world, not just the United States, the entire creation has provoked God to anger. Yes, God gets angry. Yet the Bible says that for us who are believers, the church, 
what is now called the betrothed, because we're not yet married to him, but we're going to be married to him one day in the future when the marriage supper of the Lamb takes place. But right now we're the betrothed. We are betrothed to him. And then let me read another scripture that is very apropos to this matter. Lord, I have heard the report about you and I fear. O Lord, Revive your work in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years, make it known. In wrath, remember mercy. His splendor covers the earth, and the earth is full of his praise. His radiance is like the sunlight. He has rays flashing from his hand, and there is the hiding of his power. Before him goes pestilence and plague comes after him. Before him goes pestilence, and plague comes after him. That's Habakkuk 3, 2 through 5. Habakkuk 3, 2 through 5. Now, you people of the world can get as angry as you want to get. You agnostics, you atheists, those who say God doesn't even exist, or if God exists, I don't know it. That's what an atheist, or a rather a, an agnostic claims, an atheist claims there is no God, but that is not what God calls an atheist. God doesn't use the term atheist. God ascribes the name to that person, that kind of person, those people who say there is no God. He calls them a fool. You are a fool if you believe there is no God. Now get angry all you want. But this is what the Word of God says. Get angry at the church. Get angry at preachers. Get angry at me. I don't care. All I'm doing is reporting to you what the Word of God says. I'm really just a biblical reporter. I'm telling you what the Word of God says. And then Amos 4.10 says, I, God speaking, sent a plague. I sent a plague. Yet, you have not returned to me. Amos 4.10. I sent a plague. Why does God send plagues? Well, every time it's mentioned in Scripture, it talks about returning to Him. It talks about repentance. It talks about the reason that the plague comes is so that God can get your attention and to shut things down and to say, Hello, I am your God. You need to return to me before it's too late. And friends, let me tell you something as a spokesman of God. There's going to be a time when it's going to be too late. I don't determine that time. The church doesn't determine that time. No preacher determines that time. Not even Jesus determines that time. For Jesus said, not even the angels of heaven, the Son of Man doesn't know, and the angels of heaven don't know. Only the Father knows that time when it'll be too late, when God will order the doors of Noah's ark shut and sealed, and that no one will be able to get into it after that. There will come a time when it will be too late. Thank God that time is not now, for the Bible says this is the day of salvation. This is still the day of salvation. And I and the rest of the church, that 
preventing influence upon the earth that would things would be a whole lot worse if, it, if we weren't here. We're still here. And that means the day of salvation is still here. The day when God is calling out to the whole world that whosoever shall believe upon him shall be saved. You need to call out to God to be saved in this hour. Oh, I know that's a term everybody mocks now, but there is such a thing as being saved. There is a Savior, and his name is Jesus. He's the Savior of all mankind. Doesn't matter what race you are. Doesn't matter who you are. He's the Savior. He's the only Savior. His name is the only name under heaven by which men must be saved. Must be. And Jesus said you must be born again. Doesn't matter how religious you are. He spoke to Nicodemus, one of the most religious men of his times, and said that to him. He said, Nicodemus, you must be born again. I'm running out of time for this episode. But let me end by saying this. Do not be deceived. God, Jehovah God, He sent this global plague. Yes, it is the same God about whom it is said, God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. And that is what this is all about. God is bringing attention to your life. Life is but a vapor, the Bible says. There's not one person listening to the sound of my voice that really has control over whether or not he will live or die. But I can tell you this. There's one appointment that no man will ever miss. People miss appointments. But not this one. The Bible says it is appointed unto man once to die. Every person that has ever been born has an appointment that they cannot miss. No matter how long they live, they will meet this appointment. You will die. Spoiler alert. You're going to die. Now the issue is, are you going to die in the arms of God? And are you going to reach heaven? To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. That's why we should not fear this virus. Christians have nothing to fear. But I want you to understand, God has promised that if his people, believers in Christ, Christians, shall humble themselves, primarily by admitting and confessing our sins and pray and seek his face. Seek who is his face? I said earlier, Jesus is God's face. And turn from their wicked ways. We're talking about idolatry, murder, abortion of millions of unborn babies, open and blatant homosexuality, uh, idolatry of every sort and every kind, adultery. There's just so many things you can name. If we will turn from our wicked ways, then, God says, will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. America needs a healing. America must follow God's dictates in this passage. Then God promises, and God is not a man that he should lie. Then he will hear from heaven, and God will heal their land. 
I am the Lord thy God who healeth thee, he said. Satan came but for to steal, kill, and destroy. But our God, he sent Jesus because he loves us. He sent Jesus to be our Savior. I am the Lord thy God that healeth thee. He's our healer. But as I say, our land, America, needs healing in this hour. 195 nations of the world, 182 as of yesterday, were being affected by this virus. When it's all said and done, they will all, and if it's not this, it's something else. They will all, they all do need, 195 nations, the healing that only our God can provide. And God has already provided the cure, yes, the cure, to the COVID-19 virus and its devastating effects. Christ Jesus himself is the cure. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Real Truth. I'm Stephen Lambert. Please subscribe to the podcast, share with your friends, and visit realtruthradio.com to join our mailing list. Be sure to tune in to the next edition of The Real Truth. Until then, this is Stephen Lambert reminding you that with God, all things are possible, and all things work together for good to them who love God and are called according to his purpose.